I don't believe in God. I know God. I love me some Jesus. You told me too much. That's crazy. <laughs> That's on the next episode. It's the moon reading. I rock with you, Yaya. It's all love. They better listen to this advice. We good. You crazy, girl. This is what this show is about, all right? We With keep the it real. real and real talk. The God in God talk. And that's a wrap. Today is Wednesday, March 16th, and you're listening to Real Talk on God Talk, a podcast for people who skip church for brunch on Sundays. All right, we back at it. What's up, Truth? Hey, yeah, yeah. What's going on, girl? I'm tired. <laughs> how many times? How many times our listeners gonna hear me say I'm tired? But <laughs> I am tired. Hey, it's the reality, right? That's that's the truth, right there. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, is running around making sure we get these episodes out. <laughs> episodes work y'all y'all everything know. everything exactly but let me tell let me give you y'all a little joke so uh you know i'm not ashamed of my age i'm 30 30 something not ashamed <laughs> but still my business that's, that's <laughs> it i'm 30 something and uh for my friend's birthday like you know we'll get into lent and you know kind of what's going on in terms of like my fasting later on in the episode but uh tried to do something that didn't rely on smoking drinking you know nothing like that Did yeah. a little wholesome fun for all my right now this year and so a bunch of 30 somethings decide we're gonna go to like a sky zone type of like trampoline park right <laughs> <laughs> bruh <laughs> bruh you realize them knees ain't 20 huh <laughs> how about it <laughs> only 20 where it counts you know <laughs> i'm joking <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking <laughs> hide your kids hide your wives right <laughs> no like seriously though like i had so much fun like good mm-hmm. wholesome fun we jumped you know, went to like these, like, um, what is it called? Obstacle courses, oh, okay. laser tag, the whole nine. Nice. The next day, mm. when I say I was out of it. Oh. Girl. <laughs> this body. Listen, kids, take care while you can. <laughs> because once you get to 30 something, you start to feel it, feel it, feel it. So yeah. that's what I'm Aches at. Aches and pains and all types of places and muscles you ain't even know you had. Bruh. And. Listen, um, we'll call it. I'm I'm in recovery from the weekend. Exactly. Yep. That's it. That's How about it. you? What's up? Not much. Just chilling. Same in this Lenten season, which we'll get more into. But other than that, I'm good. Work is good. Just you know, working, chilling. I think for the first time, I don't have too much going on, which is nice. But it's also a little weird for me because you know me. I usually have my hands in many pots, so I'm you know is doing something. But I think for the last, like, two weeks, I haven't had too much going on. So I've just been taking the time to, like, sleep and really, like, practice that because I don't I don't have a good, like, sleeping habits. So, hmm. yeah, it's it's really weird. Like, I'm I'm good on, like, four or five hours of sleep. Like, you're good? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm good. Like, I'm good. For, like, like, me right now, it's four or five hours of sleep. Like, like, you're like, on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's what I'm saying. But like, that's, that's always been normal for me, but I don't, I'm starting to think that's not really normal, (laughs) but I don't know. It's normal. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, okay, you know what? So I took some days where I was able to sleep in. And I think that has actually helped me feel maybe more relaxed, more at peace. So let's go with the flow right now. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, Listen, y'all, you know what time it is. There you go. Here's a rundown of what you can expect on this episode. For Yaya, it's day 
14 of Fast and Flint. All right. Go ahead, Yaya. Take us in. It's day 14 of Fasting for Lent, and it really feels like I'm right in the thick of it. Uh, You know, for all the greed and gluttony in our culture, on the flip side, uh, fasting or abstaining from intake, whether it's food, TV, bad habits, you know, whatever, it's actually quite common. Uh, We're all familiar with ritual fasting for holidays like Lent or uh, the Islamic holiday Ramadan. And then there are practices like intermittent fasting, you know, it's the rage with all the girls (laughs) and goals, material goals (laughs) are doing it for uh, weight loss. Um, You know, even married folks are out here uh, taking celibacy breaks for better, for worse, whatever your opinion on that is. Um, But today we really want to talk about what's the spiritual value of fasting? Why do it? Uh, Will the practice really make us any closer to God? Are there times where it can maybe do more harm than good? Uh, And so today we're getting all into fasting, giving it up. (laughs) And then Yaya will take us through the moon reading, looking ahead to the March 20th spring equinox, sharing everything you can do to start again with a fresh, clean slate and good energy for the upcoming season. Truth. So uh, I'm gonna ask you to do your pastor thing. <laughs> Tell us uh, before we get like you know jump into the experience, how it's been going, so on and so forth. Yeah. What is Lent? So basically, Lent is a time of preparation for Easter, right? It's that time between Ash Wednesday and Easter, basically. And during that time, it's that the mimicking or the imitation of the fast of Jesus Christ that he did when he was in the wilderness. Um, so that's like, uh, so I'm making sure I'm following because it's been a while since seminary, first of all. <laughs> yeah, so that's the, that's the 40 days in the wilderness. Okay, 40 yeah. days, 40 nights. Mm-hmm, where Jesus Powerful tempted. time, it's held yeah. by the numbers. Exactly, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. So okay. this is that time of preparation, right? And so basically, I remember Lent being very different uh, from when I was a kid to now. And that's because a lot of the, like, the strict um, rules of Lent were really, um, have really changed basically with the times. Right. So I don't know if you remember, but I, I do like, um, meatless, like no meat on Fridays, Yeah, <laughs> you know, like during Lent. Cookies, oh yeah. You know, exactly. bread for all my Jamaicans out there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, and so, and also a lot of the things too, is like, um, for people who are older or have health conditions, then the, the rules for fasting, you know, are, are less, right. Because it, they've, taken into consideration like hey not not everybody's health is the same not everybody can do you know fasting um as strict as it was before so now basically what you'll hear is like you know christians or catholics you know give up certain pleasures right candy alcohol (laughs) you know social media sex Uh, so there's different ways to practice all these like um these like self-control or and or like these quote-unquote cravings or or desires I should say better. And basically the the focus is that in doing this, you kind of get refocused to having a relationship with God. And it's like a, a huge centering because you take away all these daily distractions because you're basically denying yourself something that brings you pleasure. Not joy. I'm noticing that you said yeah. pleasure, not exactly. Like okay. Yes. Yes. Good call out. Yeah. Okay. So well, that that is that's Lent. 
Lent in a nutshell. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, um, like, I guess culturally, you know, you all followers, um, uh, Real Talk and God Talk community. Look at me acting like I'm online. Y'all not followers. Y'all my peeps. For real. <laughs> so, real Y'all talk, homies. Talk community. Y'all have been really, like, following me on my journey, on my spiritual journey, um, through identifying as a Christian person to, you know, searching <laughs> to now not really having a religious identification. And so, you know, y'all know I do brunch on Sunday, not church. Hey. And uh, so this year, it's so funny because... Um, you know, me and my husband, we like to really throw themed parties and we like to like celebrate every holiday, basically, especially the ones that are parties. And so, uh, you know, Mardi Gras came along and we we're like, OK, you know, let's celebrate. We're going to have people over. We're going to drink a little. We're going to, uh, you know, uh, do the thing. And um, you talk about those pleasures something that I thought was going to bring me pleasure was actually like kind of boring. Like, I don't know. I just wasn't in the party spirit this year. I just didn't feel like it. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, it might've been the energy, but I'll, t- I'll keep a long story short the next day, which is, so, you know, Mardi Gras on Tuesday, mm-hmm. um, you know, carnival back now, fun, wildness. That's what it's all <laughs> supposed to be. But the next day um, on Wednesday, I went to work all day and I had been feeling like lethargic, not really feeling too hot, like just feeling emotional. I was real sullen. I wasn't talking to my husband, not like for no reason. He didn't do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I was just mad, giving him the silent treatment. Like I, I didn't even know it was up or whatever. Um, and I, I do advocacy. So I was on an advocacy call the entire day, like hearing a lot of honestly sad stories, uh, people's experience, not getting the resources that they need. And I think it was just weighing heavy on my soul, not to mention just, you know, some things I'm going through personally as well. And I see one of the elected officials out here in DC and she had uh, the sign of the cross, like, you know, the, the ashes yeah. on, on her forehead. I have not gotten ashes since I was probably like 10 years old. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I haven't really like participated at all. And when I saw her, like I had the meanest craving to go to church, like go to a church service, get yeah. ashes and like, I hadn't done that in Mad Long. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I was like, you know, I have to do this. So, um, you know, it's it's probably like about six o'clock at this point. Uh, I, I don't I don't have a church home out here. Like, you know, I don't go to church. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't even know where to go. I'm looking up, um, you know, places online. I'm like, you know, I really wanted like a black Catholic church and you know, mm-hmm. for all my Catholics out there, like there are black Catholic churches, but you got to do your searching. Yeah. And so found one um, in Southeast D.C., kind of cool. Um, it was one of the uh, one of the first black settlements uh, coming out of emancipation mm. uh, out here, and so like really uh, black center church. We end up like driving the the service starts in thirty minutes. We get there in time. The second we walk through the door, so my husband's Haitian, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the second we walk through the door, the priest says something like, and to all my Haitian people out here, um, <laughs> you know, we have to come with joy. And like, I don't speak Creole, but he yeah, says something yeah. like, um, bon fait, or I don't like, all my, all my uh, Haitian people who speak Creole, I got asked my husband too. Yeah. I don't remember what he said, but he said something that I was like, ooh, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Like, how am Different. I walking into this building? It just feels like he's talking directly to us. Right. I've never been here before. We have a seat. He starts talking. And when I say the tears come down, mm. I don't know what, like, for real truth, yeah. like, I don't know what the deal was. I don't know what, like, now 
you know, I'm kind of like past it a little bit. I don't know the heaviness was that was on my heart, yeah. but it felt like I was crying out to God and mm. it was just so like so heavy. I was so tired. It just felt like, you know, I do advocacy work. It just felt like there's nothing we can do to help people and give people the resources that they needed. I yeah. just was feeling helpless. And for the first time in a long time, I was, I felt so helpless that I just put my hands up and was like, I need mm. like only God, like, I don't yeah. know what it's going to be. <laughs> Yeah. But I need something right now. And so, you know, we sit through the service and, you know, he's talking about uh, the Lenten fast, Jesus, 40 days and 40 nights in the desert. You know, the priest is just talking about how it is important to, yes, fast, abstain, but also to add in positive things as well. Um, so whether that's uh, getting close in your relationship with God, reading reading the Bible, mm -hmm. um, adding in like positive habits, maybe not gossiping, you know, whatever the yeah. deal may be. And it felt like to me that I had a calling. Like, so the priest said something about, um, I sound so like vague, he said something about, but he said something about it's important to have accountability in your community. Yeah you can't do it alone. Like you, you can try to use your own self will to like discipline away seeking that pleasure or those empty things that you're seeking. But really when you do it in community and you're able to confess your weaknesses to those around you mm -hmm. and not in a way of like, Oh, just telling your business, but like yeah. being vulnerable and, mm -hmm. and allowing your community to hold you and help you through that's when you can really like pick up on that energy and be successful. And so I, um, I'll, I'll give the big drum roll of what I decided to give up for Lent. I, I really, uh, I decided to give up uh, smoking marijuana. This is when I first time like really like saying this, you know, yeah, with yeah. the community. Like y'all, my friends that know me know <laughs> your girl could blow down. <laughs> <laughs> and I, um, there have been many times in, like, I don't think anything's wrong with smoking. <laughs> like nothing yeah, yeah. be a thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we'll probably have an episode about this in the future. But there have been many times where I've wanted to quit for like various reasons, whether it's mm -hmm. just, you know, health reasons, give myself a little break, cleanse, detox, or like, oh, I have something that's coming up and I need to like focus. Yeah. And I have given up like within 12 hours, within like five Ooh, hours. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, I'm going to quit. And then be like five hours later. <laughs> F it. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> right. And I coming out of the service 14 days ago, from the moment the priest put those ashes on me, I put my hands in, up and cried out to God. I didn't even have a craving, like not mm. even a second thought, not even yeah. like not even the urge. Yeah. And in thinking about that, it really made me kind of want to bring it to y'all, bring it to YouTube, bring it to the community. Like, help me understand how is that possible? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't like. I guess this is me coming to you as my spiritual guide, yeah. friend, you know, journeyer along right. this path. And like, what's going on? Like, help me. Yeah, help me unpack this. <laughs> I think, man. First of all, you know, like we like for everyone out there, like what we do like before we record right we we kind of do a whole run through right so this is not the first time that I hear this right and and even though it's not the first time it still feels like it and I still get so I get filled with so much joy hearing this story and I'll tell you why because I think one of the the greatest things and I've shared this with Yaya before but I think one of the greatest things that we can come to as a people is understanding the actual capacity of God, 
right? And this is what I have built my faith on, um, an experience on God, right? It's a, it's a lived experience. And like what you're having right now, it's a lived experience, right? 10, 20 years down the line, no one can take this experience from you. And that to me is one of the most powerful things about God, that when we have this encounter with God, there is no way we, we go back to ha- not having this encounter because we've had it already. And, and I think sometimes this is what is so hard for people to understand with people who have a relationship with God, because they don't understand how we can have this relationship when the world seems like it's like going under, you know, it seems like, yo, it's, it's like, you're having this beautiful experience in the midst of a stressful, like job that you're going to in the midst of hearing all these stories in the midst of just feeling like you needed to cry out and, and like this, this torment that you didn't even know what to do with. Yo, I like, (laughs) I didn't even like go into it. When I say I was crying all day, I couldn't Mm -hmm. breathe. I'm like, I'm not an anxious person. Usually I'm not like, that's not my go-to. I usually feel light. When I say my spirit was heavy, you know, Mm. people who love me the most, my husband, like just couldn't help me. There's nothing like my mother couldn't help me. My husband couldn't help me. My friends couldn't help me. Mm. The things I would turn to, like, even Mm -hmm. like, you know, marijuana to, to, take my mind away I right. said lady marijuana on the <laughs> but like you know things that, that would usually yeah. take my mind off of it nothing yeah nothing was working you and, know and that's that that is like that is like for me like that is proof that at the core of who we are there is God there you know like at the core there is nothing in this world like like I know you've heard Christians say this but there's nothing that's gonna fill you like God but this is what we mean though. <laughs> this is literally what we mean when, when the world is no longer enough, you know, when the people who love us the most, who genuinely love us the most can't feel that. Like, this is where we learn the depth of God's love. Like God's going to love you in the deepest of parts that you are in. Like God's going to go in and reach out, you know, God's hand and be like, Hey, I got you. Come here. I'm gonna put you right back up. Yeah. I mean, and then it, so- you know, it was really crazy because it's like I pray I like come on we have a podcast called of course clearly like you know there's some relationship there exactly I pray I I don't go to church anymore I don't have a spiritual community and to know that like I don't think one needs to have those things to have a relationship but to know that when I cry out when I truly from the depths of my soul cry out for help to know that like I felt God kind of carrying me yeah. through that night and still, you know, we'll get yeah. into like the specifics of how I was going with fasting yeah. and all that stuff, but it's still carrying me now. I'm just, I'm perplexed. Like, yeah. you know, like I believe yeah. I have faith, but yeah. it's just like experiencing it is just oh, like, yeah. how, how? And you see, and, and like that, that's for me has been like, that is like what I base my faith on, what I base my ministry on, what I base my life on is this experience that I've had with God, because it's like, there really are no words to explain it. Like you can say the story to someone and it's going to sound nuts. It's going to sound exactly how, how it comes out your mouth. It's going to sound crazy sometimes, you know? But the thing is, it's just like, it's just so beautiful. My spirit feels it for you. 
you know, because I, I understand I've had that experience with God. And that is the beauty of it, that even if you're not in church, even if we, we are having brunch on Sunday, you know what I'm saying? Even if we don't have a spiritual community, even if you don't read the scripture every day, man, even if you don't never memorize a scripture, call, that, call. you know, <laughs> that's how personal God really is to each and every single one of us, that God will really meet us where we are at. It don't matter, you know, but it it's, it's us, it's humans that have put this condition on God of like, no, God can only meet you if you're A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And it's God proved to you that say, no, actually you don't need that. Like all, all you need to say is that you need me, you know, like just, just reach out to me and I'm going to be there, you know? And I think that's one of the most beautiful things about God that it's like, no matter, no matter how many times we move from the center, God comes back and finds us. You know, and I'm like, that's that's just awesome. You know, and 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 my prayer for like our friends and younger generations and even older generations is that we all have this experience because I feel that I honestly feel that if we do, if everybody can have just an experience with God, it will change your life. It really will. Like, Shakira, you don't know this right now, but you're not going back to the person that you were before you had this moment. And I know that because I've been there. And I'm telling you, I'm not the same person that I was before I had my encounter with God. And I've never met somebody who can go back. I don't know what it is. I really don't. I don't know if, if it's those moments of just, it feels like pure love. I don't know. But you ain't going back. <laughs> like, it, But it's beautiful, you know, and I'm here for it. And it doesn't mean that the journey gets easier, but you'll see it gets more bearable. You know, it just feels like you don't feel as alone anymore. And I don't know how to explain that, but I felt that way when I had my encounter with God. It was like before I just felt like, yeah, I have my people. I have people who love me. But when I was alone, like I, I still felt very alone. You know, I felt like like it was only me. And after that, I've, I've never felt that way before. You know, it's, it's just it's different. And, and this is, I feel like part of like going back to our topic, like this is part of Lent. This is a part of like the spiritual growth of learning new things, not only about yourself, it's learning new things about God as well, you know? And so the example of Jesus in the wilderness is like, Jesus relied on the word of God, right? That's what the story tells us. He, he couldn't rely on his friends. They wasn't there with him, <laughs> like, right. you know, they wasn't there. He, he, and he didn't rely on his body to tell him because his body was telling him that he was hungry, but he knew he, he couldn't fall into that temptation. So he went right back on the word of God, what he knew was solid. And so when you understand that God is like your, your focus, your strength, your, your foundation, it's a little easier to keep going back to God than going through your feelings and your pleasures and, and all that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's the thing about fasting, you know, it's like you said, it's not so much about joy. It's about the pleasure because the pleasure is the part that'll get you. Boy. <laughs> it's so funny because it's like the pleasures that you, well, quote unquote, y'all can't see me, but I'm yeah, putting yeah. air quotes. <laughs> you know, the pleasures that you think you get from things when you, when you are fasting, not just as like a discipline of I'm willing myself through this and, oh, look what I can do, you know, but when you're fasting and I feel like relying on God to carry you through it, it, you become just, or I, I won't say you, I, be, 
and becoming more aware of how those pleasures are a little empty. They're not as good as you may have thought before. Yeah. Like, you know, I, by no means, I don't think I'm gonna give up marijuana. Yeah. I like smoking. You know, I like all that stuff. Yeah. But what I will say is I'm becoming more aware of how I was using it in that mm. part of my life. It's one thing to do something because I enjoy it because I like it. It's yeah. another thing to do it because I'm using it to not feel what I'm feeling. Yeah, to you gotta know your why. Yeah, it's another thing to even like how it affects me. Like mm-hmm. I'm not just trying to be sleepy and boring, <laughs> you know. And yeah, so, I'm trying like, to be you know, lit, right? <laughs> you know, but you know, it's mm-hmm. I like you know not to go off on a tangent, but I think it has just really helped to just make me more aware. I mean, I'm curious though. Like you have experience with fasting, fasting for mm-hmm. Lent. Are you fasting this year? I'm not fasting this year, but it's usually because maybe because of the pandemic i really got hit sideways and was like oh my gosh we're in ash wednesday already (laughs) and so usually when i have um done some type of fast in the past and so i like to prepare for what i'm going to do so that i kind of make sure i have just kind of all the tools that i would need um and so what i've done before when i've missed the time of lent um i just try and pick up wherever I, i find myself in and do it from there but i've done different different types of fast, um, whether it's, um, abstaining from like a food, whether it's, um, there was this one fast where it was, it was a little different for me because there's very early on in, in like my walk, um, with Christ where I, I felt that I was like very scared all the time or of like many things. And y'all know me, like, that's just not me. Like what the heck you being scared for, <laughs> you know? And so, as part of the fast, I made sure like I focused on scriptures that spoke about what fear actually is. And I understood that in like our cultures and our community, like many times, like if you're scared of something like, nah, don't say it because then it happens, mm-hmm. you know. But what I learned was it gives it a uh, room to grow because then you're the only one that's feeding it. And how you have somebody who's already scared feeding a fear it's only going to keep growing. But when I was able to reach out and say, Hey, this is my fear. This is, then it kind of loses its power over you because then you can have other people saying like, they kind of hit you with the reality of things. And then common sense starts to kick in because fear will do that to you. Like you lose all type of sense, you know, like just stuff that makes no sense that would never really happen. You start to think that it's actually possible that it will happen. <laughs> and so doing it in community, helped me really catch a grasp on that. And I think from that moment on, I I like promised myself that I would never feed into something that's going to have power over me. And so that's why like I abstain from a lot of things. I don't like things having power over me or controlling me. Um, So that, and during that time learning, like what does God say about fear? And it's like when God was molding us, there was no part in that that God said, let me put a little bit of fear here you know like you know like there's no oh, part of fear. exactly you know there was no part of that no not at all so um you know there's just different types of fast they've helped me and and I agree like I've I've done them solo and I've done them in community and it's something about doing it with community that really does help it helps keep you accountable and it's also just somebody to reach out to during like when it gets tough because it will get tough you know so it's it's just nice to know that there's like other people who are doing something too and you can reach out to them 
and they'll pray with you, they'll listen to you, they'll joke with you, or they'll just, you know, humble you, <laughs> one or the other, <laughs> you, know? you know. Not to get all like yaya moon reading e, <laughs> but I believe energetically as well. Like if you go with the flow as opposed to against the flow, you can really um, that energy can like resonate with what you're doing. And, you know, the more people who are fasting together, praying together, the more people Mm -hmm. thinking about something, the more like, you know, the more people doing things together, Mm -hmm. you know, build up that momentum and that, that momentum, that energy can carry you. Yeah. You know, in, in those times where it's like extra hard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I want to ask, um, so we've talked about, well, actually, no, we actually have not talked about like what are some outside of like in increasing, enhancing, getting more deep in your relationship yeah. with God, benefits of fasting. So I think for me, the ultimate benefit is that I get to know God a little deeper, different each time. I feel like if I'm not knowing God different each time, then I, I need to reevaluate what, what I'm doing. Right. Um, and I think like it, it can give you also a clear mind and just Mm. definitely like just, um, a different type of energy. You know, I, I feel like when I've done a fasting from like food, I will tell you that that is the time that my mind is the clearest and I'm, it like in those moments, I'm like, what are they putting in our food? <laughs> that we Uh-oh. are so distracted. But it is true. It is so true. Like, really, I, I understand what like you know the gurus will tell you. You know, it's what you put into your body. It show is. It show is. Like the amount of concentration that you have, you'll just feel better overall. Um, sometimes if you're feeling like really like just laggy or sluggish yeah like it's 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 not there you know and and in those times where like you you feel the temptation going on you know you can turn to scripture you can turn to gospel music you can turn to a community you can turn to prayer any one of those things will help you grow closer you know to that yeah what what about you What, what are you seeing as like so far like your benefits of it yeah, so um, I, I'm going to kind of like uh, double tap on what yeah. you said about your mind is clear. I feel like it's really been highlighting the mind-body connection for me. Like, I think a lot of times I'll go through life really separate where I'm doing an intellectual pursuit and I'm, yeah. or I'm working and this is, I'm all up in my head right. and at home I can be free and, you know, mm-hmm. be more into my heart space and, or I, or if I'm like working out, I'll go ham in the gym, but I'll really just be working my body and pushing past mm-hmm. the point of exhaustion yeah. where as I'm fasting, like, yes, I'm, I'm fasting from that particular vice, yeah. but I'm also right now, um, eating a little more clean, mm-hmm. uh, choosing to abstain from meat. Um, nice. I'm not, I'm not eating animal Well, I'm eating fish, but you know, I'm not eating like land like, like red meat. Yeah. Right now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm drinking a little bit less, so I'm not drinking beer at, or hard liquor. I'm mostly just, I, I am drinking wine, red wine right now. Um, those things, I'm not eating as much processed foods. Um, those things, like my mind, my body, like for all my material girls, the vain <laughs> girls out there like yeah. myself sometimes, my skin is clear, mm-hmm. my my eyes are bright, mm-hmm. my 
like my hair is feeling uh, it's not looking too hot do not put this recording <laughs> on YouTube, but it's bright for, though I, I, I see your glow I see your glow <laughs> for the most part like yeah. even outside of like the spiritual or you know my mental faculties like I feel fresh I'm ready for I'm ready for work right now yeah. I, I feel more equipped to like I've been kind of struggling pushing back at work like my husband keeps saying I don't stand up for myself that hurts my feelings a little bit <laughs> but like I I I have found myself able to find the words mm. and find a way to do so nice. in a way that I have not before where it, it, it feels good for me. I don't feel like I'm doing anything out of character, right. but I'm able to say the thing that needs to be said. And I just, you know, I'll keep it short, but um, overall it's just a refresh. Mm. Like it's, it feels like, so like outside of spiritually fasting, I've also done like intermittent fasting in the yeah. past. Um, for those of you uh, in, who don't, who may not know, intermittent fasting is basically uh, you have fasting windows. And so let's say you stop eating at around 7 p.m. You might, uh, you know, you you stop eating at 7 p.m. until you go to sleep. You don't start eating until like 1 o'clock, 1 p.m. the next day, which can be a little challenging. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it, it, it puts your body into a state that increases weight loss, increases um, just, I guess, working at its optimal state. And, um, I really find that I think your body just uses like, you know, for, uh, for iPhone, when you have all your apps open and it slows it down, I think that that's the deal with, with, you know, just intaking so many things, intaking alcohol, you know, uh, drugs, processed foods. I don't know. Some people are abstaining from pornography, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever these things are that you're that you feel like you need to abstain from when you are going full throttle, you're slowing your system down. You're not as aware. You, you, you know, God's always speaking to us. The question Mm -hmm. is, is our antenna attuned to be able to hear God? Mm. You know, our people are always energetically speaking to us. We can Mm -hmm. tune into our environment, but is our body, our mind, our spirit connected in a way that is attuned to that. And I really feel like when I'm fasting, you know, whether it's spiritually, you know, spiritually led, or if it's just for, you know, vanity reasons, whatever. (laughs) um, I feel like I'm just, I'm more here. I'm more here Mm -hmm. to tap into, you know, what I feel like is always there there for me, but I'm just more able to. And so I'm going to flip side you real quick. Uh, Any any drawbacks, negatives, things to watch out for? Like, why would I be like, uh, fasting? Maybe not. Yeah, I think... I think a big thing of fasting, I always say, is what, what's your what's your motive for doing it, right? Um, our motives are very important, and they play an important part with, um, one, how you deal with the fast, you know, because it, it's always nice to, you know, first couple of days, you're energetic, you feel good about doing this thing, you know, week two come around, you yeah, that energy ain't the same, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know? And so, um, but if you have your, your motives are right. You know, your intention is right. Um, and, and you, you understand at least a bit of, of why you're doing what you're doing. You're not just, you know, going through the motions. You're not just following everybody else because they're doing it, but you're really doing it for yourself. It's a lot easier to stick with it. That is for sure. Um, and so I think when it's done, in a very harmful way or to the extremes, because I know there are cases where, you know, people, um, there's actually a great scripture now that you said this, um, 
I have it here and I'll read it for you. It's it's Matthew 6 verses 16 to 18. I'm going to use the message version because the message we coming through hard body in this one. Okay. So it says when you practice some appetite denying discipline to better concentrate on God, don't make a production out of it. It might turn you into a small time celebrity, but it won't make you a saint. If you go into training inwardly, act normal outwardly shampoo and comb your hair, brush your teeth, wash your face. God doesn't require attention getting devices. He won't overlook what you are doing. He'll reward you well. And this for me is the scripture that I stick to when I'm fasting, because this reminds me of like, you're not doing it for anybody else, but you and God. And when you're not, I think you put yourself in harm's way to be open to other temptations as well. Because just like you said earlier, Yaya, the thing about fasting is not so much like, yes, it's what you're giving up, but you also have to replace that, right? Because when your intention isn't right and you give up something, you're just going to find your next addictive pleasure to do that. And then you start to like excuse it with like, well, I'm not doing that. So I'm, I'm good, you know, because I'm not doing the thing I said I wasn't going to do. Yeah, but you over here doing everything else, <laughs> you, <laughs> right. know? Right. you know, so it's like it's that. And, and another point that you hit on that I think is, is one of the most important parts is. This relationship, it is give and take. We have a part in it. And, and I think this is often what people forget about God. It's like as much as God has God's part, we got our part. And so when we're not performing at our optimum level, like, what do you expect? You right. know, like, 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 what do you say? How do you expect to hear someone if you got your headphones on and the music is up loud? Like, that's just it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you can't. So it's it's the same thing. It's it's a relationship, and therefore, we have a part to play in it. And I think that's very empowering for us. Like, we're not just you know little humans out here like waiting for big God right. to do something. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's an active relationship. And so, back to like negative. I've seen people who have done an extreme fast where they'll do only water. And hey, if you can do it, go ahead. But I have seen people who are not, the intentions aren't right, the motives aren't right, and they're doing it for all the celebrity reasons and stuff like that, just to say that they're doing it. And that's caused a lot of harm. And then I also think it's harmful when leadership tells people to participate in a fast if it's going to go against their health. And, and like particularly for young kids, because, you know, you'll have like your youth groups, you know, but these are also kids that are developing, you know what I'm saying? So they, they need their nutrients as they're growing up. And then you have people who are elders. Now, you can't ask people who are here 70, 80 years old, like, hey, yo, I need you to fast for 40 days. <laughs> like, nah, you know, like, you know, if they're on medication, you have to take that into consideration, you know, ask them to fast in another way. Maybe they can't do the 40 days, maybe do one day, you know something else come up with different things but the rules i think are the ones that always end up harming people the most when people start putting like this is it. if you're not doing this and it don't count right yeah yeah definitely um i i'll share a couple of things that, that i think about on like you know the the flip side the negative side of fasting but first i do want to say you need to share it with me and our uh 
Real Talk and God Talk community, that message Bible. I ain't never heard oh. the Bible like that. <laughs> I love the message Bible. <laughs> no, you need to put me on. I, 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 got I still you. use the same. Uh, I use the Access Bible. That oh, yeah, yeah. In seminary. Like, I mm-hmm. really like that one. The yeah. footnotes are really cool. But I'm, I'm interested to, to hear more about the message Bible, too. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Um, but uh, back to back to fasting and just some of the negative sides. Um, everything you say, I double tap. I just really want to highlight people who are experiencing eating disorders, uh, people who may have addictive personalities, you know, taking things to the extreme. You really need to be careful. Um, it can it can start even if you're not doing it for like the attention per se it can start to take hold of feeling success with I am able to do this and I want to push it to the next level. And it, if you do it outside of community, especially, um, it can just warp into something else yep. that is not the nature of what it's supposed to be. And so I really do want to say for those of you who are listening, you know, who might be inspired to try and fast yourselves, whatever, um, take in one, I really just will say, you are in community with us, but you have your community that you have. And so, you know, turn to your community, turn to your mm-hmm. spiritual guides, turn to yeah. your peoples. Um, and then two, if, if you have any history of um, eating disorders, any history of, you know, body dysmorphia, any, anything like that, really tread carefully. And I, I will tell you to turn to an expert, turn to a guide, mm-hmm. turn to your doctor. You know, this Absolutely. is not you have to do just on your own. Exactly. You know, really get some guidance because it can, it can get out of hand and, you know, that that's not what this is for about yeah and and i'll say the um, one of the last things i'll say too about it um the danger of doing a fasting thinking that you will be rewarded with something Mm. so i've heard people say oh yeah i'm gonna do this fast because i'm asking god for this Listen, Daniel fast, yeah. like I got my makeup, my face, you know, do yeah. the things. That's what you, that's what you want. But I got people trying to get me on the phone line, <laughs> talking about if I don't, then I won't. Like if you don't do this, then this will not happen. Exactly. If this will happen, and I'm just and like, that's that's dangerous. You want to know why? Because God don't ever have to. Hey, that and that and that's the thing. God don't ever have to. So the. And and this is the human side of us, right? This is the human side of us that thinks we are so powerful. We can negotiate with God. <laughs> I'm a by God, you know, it's, it's no different. And so just be very careful with that. You know, one thing is, is, you know, you're praying for something, praying for guidance for something. But the other thing is to have that. Absolutely. Since I'm going to do this, this is what God going to do. And if, you know, because if, if God doesn't deliver, then pe- this is where people start to have like a crisis of faith and it gets very dangerous. You know, so these are also things just to look out for. And again, this is why we need a community, right? People who are going to hear us out and make sure we're just on the right path. I mean, um, I think that we have explored this a little bit. I know I, I've been adding some things in. I've been reading scripture, journaling, you know, reading other sacred texts uh, during this time. And uh, I started reading, like, I'm not really a New Testament person. I like yeah. the, uh, I like the, like the Old Testament. Well, not even, I don't like the Old Testament, but like, I like Psalms, Psalms. Jaffy, Song of Songs, like I have very God. specific yeah, that, like, yeah, I'm yeah. Into. Mm-hmm. but um, I'm reading the New Testament right now, trying to like follow along Jesus' story, really mm-hmm. trying to be like, okay, what, you know. Yeah. Oh, what you doing, yeah. Jesus? Right. And so uh, I'm, I'm in Matthew right now, and um, 
in Matthew 17 and uh, they're talking about, um, you know, when Jesus heals the epileptic, uh, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, 17 verse 9, 19, uh, then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? Verse 20, Jesus says to them, because of your little faith, for truly, I tell you, if you have the faith, the size of a mustard seed, really, really, really small, right? uh, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and the mountain will move, and nothing will be impossible for you, right? So the verse ends there, but, you know, I, I've been kind of going ham on my Instagram, like, get different versions of the Bible, read the footnotes. Right. This is a case where what's in the footnotes is really interesting. Mm. In the footnotes for that verse... Um, it says, uh, other ancient authorities add to the verse, right? So God says, you know, move from the, the mountain will move for you and nothing will be impossible. Other ancient authorities add to the verse, but this kind does not come out except by prayer and fasting. Mm -hmm. This power, you have this power, but you will not be able to access this power that is your right, mm -hmm. you know, the, right? unless you do the thing. Mm -hmm. And so. Um, for those of you that are fasting for Lent, um, I encourage you. For those of you that are fasting outside of Lent, you know, just just doing so for your own personal, you know, edification, uh, getting close to God, I encourage you. And I ask uh, you all, I ask you truth, I ask you real talk and God talk community, pray for me. <laughs> pray for me. We we just at the beginning. Um, and it's it's something that that is bringing me closer that I want to do in community um, that I hope you all can find something good from it too, if you're doing it. Um, but it, it's not something that I can or want to do alone. And so yeah. I actually, I'll check in with me, you know, yes. Check in with your girl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll check in with y'all too. Mm -hmm. I love it. That's what it's about. That's what real talking. God talk is about community. So this is a perfect way for us to, to stay in community with each other. To keep the conversation going, tell us what you think by following us on Instagram or Twitter at Real Talk on God Talk. Today is Wednesday, March 16th, and you're listening to The Moon Reading. Saturday, March 20th, for our peeps in the Northern Hemisphere, we will be celebrating the vernal equinox, marking the first day of spring. Equinoxes, as we know, are highly spiritual, energetic moments in the calendar. And the March equinox marks when the Northern Hemisphere starts to tilt towards the sun, which means longer, sunnier days, and we can finally get some of that vitamin D. Um, it means that we're nearing the light at the end of the never-ending cyclical tunnel of the year of life. Um, if you're struggling with cold, dreary days like so many of us are, just hold on tight to your inner warmth because the outer warmth soon come, y'all. In honor of spring, I encourage you to plant a seed, whether it be a literal physical seed, you know, make your way to Home Depot or your local gardening store, um, buy some seeds, set an intention, um, 
you know, you can do that physically or you can just set a, a psychological uh, mind, heart intention, uh, start a practice, take an action, whatever. Uh, move that energy, uh, move with the energetic flow of time, take an action, bless it, let it go. And uh, sooner rather than later, it will be spring. We'll start to see those seeds uh, bloom, come into fruition. And what we intend will become God willing, a reality. I love it. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. That is the perfect way for us to wrap up this episode. Um, just set on 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 good, you know, that energetic flow. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh, I like this. Not that handsome. Y'all can't see you, but she I know. like a frou-frou, like, oh, girl. <laughs> I was loving it. I said, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But y'all make sure y'all follow us. Real talk on God talk and follow Yaya on at Yaya's good fruit on Instagram. Follow me at one underscore truth and let us know, join the conversation. Tell us what you think about the episode. Let us what know what y'all doing for Lent. Yeah. Let us know, join the conversation. Like we want to know, check in with us. We'll check in with y'all. Show us love. We show love back. <laughs> and we will catch y'all on the next one in April. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Love you all so much. I don't believe in God. I know God. I love me some Jesus. You me too much. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's on the next episode. It's the moon reading. I rock with you, Yaya. It's all love. They better listen to this advice. We good. You crazy, girl. This is what this show is about, all right? We With keep the it real. real and real talk. The God in God talk. And that's a wrap.